0: What's up, Riley? Do you want to make a podcast? I do, but what would it be about? I I don't know.
1: I, I don't know. I do know because we mentioned this before we started recording. I don't know if you've listened to last week's episode, but, uh, <laughs> but I've I have listened listen to your what-
0: podcasts. Right.
1: That's fair. I've decided what we need is we need a little bit of uh, action. We always ask, how can we turn this this uh, game show or 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 television show into a podcast? And a lot of that comes Mm -hmm. with sound effects. So I think that what we need to do, you and I, is we need to establish lore for the podcast minds. I need to know specifically what what the inside of this mountain looks like. I, I need to I need to I need to know what, what what our what our quarters in the podcast minds look like.
0: I, so, I, I need us to flesh out this setting a little bit. So you looked at channel awesome and your thought is like that's what, what is, we should replicate. What is channel awesome? Uh channel awesome was like um that guy with the glasses, the nostalgia critic. Shut the fuck how dare you? <laughs> I'm sorry, you want to do podcasts with lore? That's what you're asking for. I was asking asking about the setting. You're asking for us to come in and be like, "Uh uh-oh, evil Andrew's here. And I'll be like, I hate podcasting. And I'll do that every episode. And it'll make an (laughs) empire in reviews. uh, And then immediately get canceled the moment that people stop liking us. Now, you are talking
1: to the guy who did have a podcast with a man named Bailey.
0: Yeah, no, uh-huh. And I did think they channel awesome to themselves. I I am
1: so happy to be so separate from that 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 never crossed my mind. <laughs> I I I get to live outside of the filth. I get to live up here in in the on this pedestal while you roll around in the
0: muck below me. Riley, there are a lot of ideas that you pitch me that I immediately shut down because I've seen Channel Awesome make their full-length videos featuring their critic characters that they play in their different YouTube series. I've seen those movies, and I don't want (laughs) Moonshot to make our version of that. That's why I shut down things like We Hunt Jeff Stormer in the Woods. That I've is, seen how that would go.
1: That one has kind of gotten slowly unshut down as people have been it signing is, more and more on board.
0: It is not because you don't have my approval. <laughs> I only need me and one other profession. I'm one the other guy item. with the woods, Riley. <laughs> Do you think that the woods are only in Michigan? There's only one set of woods. It's in a backyard in Indiana. <laughs> These are the moonshot woods. I put you in a tank there. <laughs> well, you need if you want to stop me, you need to
1: not have a migraine. I'll just plan it for that.
0: <laughs> sneak them through. <laughs> okay, what kind of lore do you want? I I
1: just want to know what the I just want to dig into the setting a little bit. I just want to think about like what is our silly little mountain? What is what is our little are we mining a mountain? are we mining in a quarry? Are we uh, do we have do we have a mine cart? Our art has us walking. I don't see any like tracks on the ground. Do we do we wheel things out of here? Do 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 we have the the podcast gems? These are all important questions. What do you imagine
0: in your brain when you go and get a little podcast nugget from the wall? I I don't. I just record a podcast. Okay. All right. Okay. Okay. You're asking me to actually play, Riley? <laughs> <laughs> I watched last night
1: Andrew Rosencrantz and Guildenstern are Dead. That movie rules. That movie's really good. Yeah. And it it, it deeply affected my brain. <laughs> 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 because a I'm thinking of I'm thinking of, you know, Here, podcast mind suggestion by Sparky Young Upstart on Tumblr sent it again to my ask box, to which I now say, please use hashtag the podcast minds and post about it publicly. (laughs) I made a mistake. These these need to be free advertising. That's
0: that's the thing. That's why. So here's the thing. Someone said this in our in our Discord channel, and I said. That's a thing that could work. We'll have to figure something out. And then you said, yes, send them my way. And I was like, well, I meant to talk to Riley because the only reason I want people to submit things to me, I don't want to hear from my listeners. I just want them to be billboards. <laughs> no. And you've said, everyone, come into my pocket. Come whisper things in my ear. And now you're coming to me like, why do these freaks keep whispering things at me? They used no. to say it out loud in the public forum. <laughs> now, Andrew... I have been a uh, I I have this this message
1: here and I'm thinking a lot about two people who are trapped in a podcast. You know what I mean? I'm That's thinking me. a lot about yeah, about recognizing like like we exist as characters on this stage. Watching mm-hmm. Rosa and Stern are dead last night. I saw a. Uh, I watched these two and I realized very quickly, which one each of us are. And you, you, you are the, the, the blonde, the blonde one. And I am, I am the Gary Oldman character. You Riley, are the Tim Roth and I'm the Gary there Oldman. There are
0: two characters in that movie. Are you telling me that by the end of it, you didn't know which one was which? They didn't know which one was which Andrew. Damn, they really are us, huh? <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> they were also confused. They were, I, I watched, I watched Gary Oldman's character, who I'm barely certain is Rosencrantz, kept going, (laughs) would keep going like, oh, look at this, isn't this so neat and cool, while while Guildenstern's trying to do something, and Guildenstern would, like, push past them to be
0: like, we need to focus, like, That's I mean, that's the thing about the play is that they they both say each other's lines at some point because they get mixed up on who's who because the point of it is that they're both like minor Mm write-off characters.
1: They they are Gildenkrantz and Rosenstern. They are Rosenstern and Gildenkrantz. They are those two. They are the pair. They're pre-learning, they're
0: they're watching Ward. They're just the two guys. Do you remember the questions scene over the tennis court? Uh, yeah, were they only speaking
1: questions? They only speak in questions. Statements are false Statements lose. No rhetoric. That stuff. Mm-hmm. That has lived in my brain. I have not stopped thinking about
0: that. Well, would you want to do that? I'm not sure. Would you? I. Do you see why not? It's unclear. Fuck. <laughs> All right. It's, one for you. One you. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Did you find that hard? It was. <laughs>
1: Fuck! <laughs> You're this to me! That's a fair statement to you!
0: Why would you say that? Uh, Why do you think we're here? Do you have a question about it? Is your mic on? Is Audacity open? Why else would we be doing this? Do you not use Reaper? Why would I use Reaper? Do you not want a better program? <laughs> Repetition. Fuck. What's wrong with Audacity? Do you not want for more? Isn't that the same question a third time? All right, you win. What were the rules of the game?
1: The, fuck. You go, oh, you come me again, you <laughs> son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> fuck.
0: Riley, we go down to the podcaster's quarry. I think that I ride in a little minecart, cart, and I've got my helmet on. Uh, I remind you every day that you should be wearing your helmet, but you like to shirk uh, that responsibility. You like to throw it off because you think it makes you cool and rebellious, but I do remind you that it is actually just a safety concern. OSHA exists for a reason. It's not just to stifle you. Um, you refuse to listen to me, and I know that that's what's going to kill you in 20 years when one of these things collapses. I've got a pickaxe. I think you've got an industrial-sized blowtorch. Uh, the way that I like to do things is pretty quick. I like to uh, get in and just, like, get it out of the wall. I figure that our precision can be done later. You like to get up close and personal and finally craft the podcast as we bring it out. Um, and at the end of the night, we both ride out together in that same uh, that same cart, together holding a nice podcast in between us and uh, trying to birth it into the world and see if it has wings.
1: I would end this podcast right now because I, I think that would be a fucking banger. That would be an up and down. People would come into this and be like, "I was a fucked experience. What happened there?"
0: Damn! Why did they make the thing forty minutes? They just got ten minutes in and out. Easy, easy, done. That was a play.
1: All right. Well, there you go. Sparky young upstart. There is your suggestion. The New Rooks Yorkers. And like Gilded our pod. There you go.
0: <laughs> the New Yorkers. Like, I'm not sure that I like it when someone just references a movie and then just talks about that movie metaphorically for 10 minutes. <laughs> is that really a podcast? And I would say, is it a podcast? And you'd say, fuck. And then we call it. <laughs> I, I, we have so many Shakespeare
1: freaks on the network and I didn't realize that till they all gathered in one room and suddenly they were like a rat king scaring across our podcast, floor, our discord floors, chanting and,
0: Guildenstern, and Guildenstern, <laughs> Guildenstern. And, and I am now at a
1: point where like, I am starting to backdoor a, a appreciation for Shakespeare in my head that I didn't have, that I had bounced off of earlier in my life.
0: School, I watched high school is designed to make people hate Shakespeare it is it is because it miss it misses the point so hard it yeah high school tells people this is the most important thing at mm-hmm. a time in their lives when uh the most important thing is just like hormones raging through your body mm-hmm. so many
1: things are like nigh impossible to really appreciate as a teenager and you are only going to get it as you gain life experience to then be the same age, like be closer in age to the people who made it. It's yeah. that's how I felt about the absurdist art. I bounced off of that shit. I hated that shit in high school and college, and now I love
0: it. <laughs> it's very much a like, uh, if this guy really wanted to say something important, why does he say it's so funny? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I, if you get a professor telling you so long that, like, Hamlet is the most important book of all time, and you're just like, I don't know, I I, I read the Sava arc of One Piece, I think that, like, there's room for nuance here. Um, you're really missing out until, like, you get to an adult and you're just like, oh, damn, Hamlet is whiny, huh? That's a good thing. That's why we're here.
1: Andrew. I have revealed this to you and and our in our main channel in our Moonshot Discord, but I have I have begun my journey through the One Piece.
0: You did. What? How are you liking it so far?
1: So I have watched maybe fifteen episodes. I believe we are on episode sixty-seven.
0: Yep. Okay, that's how I figured. Did you uh, watch the Arlong fight?
1: I watched th- two episodes of it. And I want to go back and watch it eventually because it did, did seem very cool. I saw I saw <laughs> Luffy do the pinwheel. I saw Luffy get thrown in the water. I saw them pull his head out, so his head was out from under the water and his, <laughs> his, his, <laughs> his body was sunk. That's fucking good. I watched the the introduction video, the introduction episode for like each character except for Zoro, but I did see Zoro's backstory episode.
0: Yeah, uh, Zoro's like a samurai. That's about all you need to know about him. Yeah, no, I I, I figured his shit out. (laughs) He's pretty simple and never changes. As
1: far as I understand, they are right now, the the gang is, the the Straw Hats are on on their way. They have left that big pirate town where Smoke, or whatever, Smokes, whatever his fucking name is. Yeah, Captain Smokey. That Marine is pursuing them.
0: Dr. Smokes.
1: I think they're on their way to the Grand Line. Okay. I am enjoying It's a genuinely very funny show. And it's also like hits the, uh, hits emotions very well. The <laughs> Nami going at her fucking tattoo with a knife is sick.
0: Did you see? So here's a weird thing. I haven't been able to have a conversation like this since I was like, since I was a teenager when you couldn't <laughs> readily find anime. So if someone's just like, Hey, I found this show. Have you seen it? And I'm just like, Oh yeah, I've seen all of it. Have you seen, do you know Sanji's backstory? Uh, I, I don't know if I know Sanji's
1: back. Wait. Yeah. That was, ha- that was ha- happening the other night. I think that episode might literally be playing right now. I saw a, as I like came in the last time I saw Mandy watching it, I saw Sanji as a little kid in a kitchen throwing like throw like yelling at, at someone about the uh the way the grand line shouldn't exist because it's a place where all four oceans get a fish together, get all the kinds of fish in the world. Is that similar? Is that
0: am I in the right ballpark? Uh sort of. I'm talking about a little bit of a different time. Uh This is a conversation I haven't been able to have because so much anime consumption nowadays is just... Kids these days don't know how easy they have it because they just get to pull up a Crunchyroll and just say, like, wow, every series that's ever Mm -hmm. broadcasted in Japan is now in America. Yep. Back in the day, you only got got a show if someone who spoke Japanese and could translate it cared enough about it to make subtitles for it. It was not... It's hard for me to watch official One Piece subtitles because they don't do the cool special effects that the old <laughs> fan subbers used to do. I so I need to know from you: am I watching the dub that you hated or the dub that you like? You are watching the dub that I like. There is a with all a, the Dragon
1: Ball Z voice actors. <laughs> yes,
0: you're watching the Funimation dub. There was a dub done by a company called Four Kids. Uh, you know, how, I know Four Kids. Yeah, you know how Digimon is. They turned One Piece into that. What was the the thing
1: that keeps catching me about this is I do walk like I Zoro I'm like that's that's Zoro I get Zoro Sanji I get Sanji Luffy that's Luffy Nami that's Nami I understand these are all these characters. Unfortunately, <laughs> uh, fucking a uh, Usopp is just Krillin. If I'm not looking at the screen, <laughs> Krillin
0: is there. It's the same voice actor too, right? Yeah, it's the same voice actor. It's the same voice, no change. Same guy, basically. <laughs> same <Yeah>. personality. <laughs> like, yeah. But the thing is, that Usopp rules. He does rule.
1: Krillin also rules. Krillin's one of my favorite Dragon Ball characters. But Usopp does rule. My favorite so far, I think, is Sanji. Okay, cool. That's going to change. <laughs> I'm very excited. Like, I'm excited by what why what that can mean. Uh, the thing I'm really liking about Sanji, because I was expecting to not like him, because I thought he would be more of a Roshi character. And he seems, you know what I mean? I know exactly what you mean. And, oh, I hate that tone of voice. The thing I'm enjoying is that he just seems to love women so much, it makes him stupid in a Brock or in a Tanaka from Haiku way. But you are, you, you're, your intonation. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh one piece is a show for babies and uh mm -hmm, mm -hmm. i think that i will say overall sanji is much more of a brock than he is a uh he is a uh a roshi Roshi. um but he will he slips over time and eventually you get to a point that is um Oh, I. You know what? I am not going to say it. I am going to let yeah, you get it. yeah. Closer no, we're we're, a, we're on a
1: journey here. This is a joyous little conversation I get to have with my friend. We're talking about this new thing I am watching that you have taken in so much, and also I've I've watched this show. I've absorbed so much of this show through osmosis that like it's interesting to look at a character and be like, now I know my friend really likes that guy.
0: <laughs> yeah, Sanji's a guy that uh, they change every arc. At so, uh-huh. they, 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 so spoiler alert. There's a time skip that happens. I know about. I know about that. When they bring everyone back together, the show and the characters are all a bit more one-dimensional than they were when they left. I would say.
1: Is it a like a Naruto Shippuden type situation where it's like those for that first show ruled.
0: It's not It's not so far as that, um, and I think there's a lot of really cool stuff that happens. It's just that a lot of the stuff that I like as the focus of the show uh, is not as much the focus of the show into the future. It's kind of stops mm-hmm. being as much of an adventure and starts getting kind of on some linear rails and going okay. to the point that like the rails have f- been released in the manga recently to a point that I'm like, I don't know what happens next. This series rules again. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, But I will say when that happens, I think that each of the characters comes back and they're all just like, I'm my three things now
1: Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, in a
0: way that they were allowed to be a little bit more than that in the past. And I think that one of the things that Sanji gets to be is whatever Oda needs him to be this arc. (laughs) He's a little bit of a jack of all trades. A little bit.
1: I am interested to see this play out, and I'm also interested to see what my interpretation of these characters continue to be as I catch like two episodes every ten episodes.
0: Yeah, it's the truly the best way to catch up on serialized media.
1: Well, this is this is how we did it. This is back in the day. I'd come <laughs> home, I'd sit down in front of Toonami because I got my homework done earlier. I wasn't hanging out with somebody, and I would catch an episode and a half of something, and then I would not see it again for a week. Yep.
0: Yeah. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe that is the bad way to do it. Riley, now that our, now that, so we got our art critics in uh, that really liked Mm -hmm. our rendition of uh, Andrew and Riley are dead. Uh, And then we scared them off with 10 minutes of anime talk. Uh, Do you have another podcast you want to hit me with? (laughs)
1: Let me crack this open really quickly. Let me crack open the old ask box here. Um. I'm not sure how to handle this, but I want to vocalize it to you to see if you have an energy here. A podcast that makes the monster terrorizing a small town stronger. This is a podcast suggestion from Mothman Enthusiast, who I believe has a loaded (laughs) vested interest in this podcast succeeding.
0: Is this another last week? We didn't realize it, but the thing that you the thing that you took as a podcast suggestion was just a reference to an anime. Is this that again? I, Are we falling I for something? To. Are we lowering ourselves into something's clutches? Am I am I
1: stumbling into talking about anime? Please don't look at the last ten minutes. <laughs> um, it very well could be. And I don't have a joke about it. I just thought the the dissonance of it being Mothman suggesting it is very funny. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Mothman's hope Mothman doesn't like Fuck you up though, right? Like no one's like, uh oh, a town got destroyed by Mothman. <laughs> no, but it didn't say destroy, it said terrorize. What do you Mothman th- terrorizes? I guess. I think I think the problem is I've seen the Wubification of Mothman. So I just think of <laughs> Mothman as like a cute little guy and not like a monster.
1: Mm-hmm. hmm That's fair. That's fair. He but he is. He is he is a monster, Andrew.
0: He we- is. I so what? We just want a podcast that's just like hype music. We yeah. got two we got two ways. One we could just be like, "Hey monster, keep smashing. <laughs> You're doing a great job." You've man. got this, buddy. <laughs> you stand outside that window and click. <laughs> I got a secondary idea here for you. Okay,
1: I'm I'm willing to take this in.
0: Okay, this is a new podcast where we we're probably going to go to jail for this one. But mm-hmm. we look at <laughs> we look at the maps of major American cities and we look at how they're put together and how they're designed. Uh-huh. And I think that what we're doing is looking for weak points. Oh. <laughs> and I think that have you ever seen you know speedrun documentation where people will have like they'll be like, Oh, okay, you want to speedrun Dark Souls three? Here's what you're gonna do start the game, pick this item, pick this class. Go. So Skip make- the enemies. Fight the first boss. You're gonna we're do your R two heavy choice? attack seven times, and then you're gonna follow up four more hits. Will kill the boss, right?
1: You are coming up with an amazing concept for a time loop. ARG, where you are helping Mothman terrorize a small town.
0: This is this is our this is our uh city destroying speed run guide, <laughs> where we say, "Great, you want to hit up Chicago? You're gonna come from the bay." you got to come from the water <laughs> out, right, out
1: of, right out of Lake Michigan. Mm-hmm. You come out as a big monster. It's too big to fit in that, how deep that water is, but that's where you are. They're not ready
0: for that. You pick exactly. up the Ferris
1: wheel and you throw it like a frisbee.
0: If you angle it right, you can get it to bounce off of one major C, uh tower, Sears tower. That's in Chicago, right? Uh, uh, you can bounce it now, but yeah, you can bounce it to hit another one too. Uh, you know, that'll get you double points. <laughs> um, from there you're, you are just want to go down Lakeshore Drive. Uh you can really get a lot of cars that way. If you hit it right at uh right at like rush hour, you're uh-huh. going to get a lot of destruction. That's tr-
1: that's very true, Andrew. From I, there you're going to
0: strafe left. You're going to do a smash. That's going to be the armory building. And if that i stra- going to take out power. <laughs>
1: Andrew, instead of making you remember more things about Chicago, can I give you a a another idea for a podcast that I am very excited about? Yeah, hit me. This is one from Anonymous. It says budget slash expose crossed out your Patreon memberships. I'm opening up my Patreon right now. My, my, my personal uh, who am I following? And I'm gonna need your help, Andrew, to sit with me and I I need you to tell me who I like. Yeah, I need you to interrogate this a little bit. Can you do this with me? I'm following Uh, too many people.
0: Yes. I think that this was the people that uh, subscribed to us, which I don't want to cancel because they give me money. Yes. That's right. Listeners, if you want me to look the other way, give me money. (laughs) I can be bought. Andrew. Patreon.com slash Moonshot Network. What's up? I I spend thirty eight dollars a month on Patreon. Okay,
1: so let me let me sit with you here, and I'm gonna need I need you to help me with this. Okay, yeah, I'm gonna walk you down from top to bottom. I give six six dollars and sixty six cents to some motherfuckers called the Argonauts.
0: You should cancel that one.
1: <laughs> I I give I give five dollars a month to to uh, Hey Jake and Josh Network. Love them. They are fantastic. Ooh. I give five dollars oh, a month. to Hold on. To a hold on.
0: S- you give. What is that? Like a Drake and Josh rewatch podcast? No, no.
1: Hey, Jake and Josh. They are uh, Morphin Grid, Power of uh, the Pokemon World Tour United, Kingdom Smarts. Uh, I have been I have been listening to them for longer than I have known, than longer than I've been listening to Austin Walker.
0: Okay. I really thought you were about to hit me with the fact that you've been listening to a Drake and Josh centered <laughs> media experience to the point that you're giving them money every month. Okay. No, we can keep going. Uh, I have $5 a month to a more civilized age, $5 a month to
1: retrograde one. minis. <laughs> well, let me get through them all first. You pay for, you pay for Waypoint, right? How much more money do you need to give that crew? I, I want the bonus content specifically for Star Wars. I think I would okay. rather have Waypoint.
0: Okay. Well, that's okay. Yeah.
1: $5 a month to friends at the table, $5 a month to draw fee, $5 a month to retrograde minis, $5 a month to mobile suit breakdown, $5 a month to world beyond number, $2 per month to uppercut, $1 per month to moonshot, and $1 a month to a a, a person who makes 3D models of characters that I've slowly been growing my collection of to make an elaborate VTuber rigs for one day.
0: What? You know how I have Kermit?
1: <laughs> you know how I could do a Kermit VTuber? I do? Yeah, yeah. This guy makes the bottles. <laughs> and for one dollar a month I could download them. Okay. We just made a Robotnik. <laughs> made some Mickey Mouse. Mickey Mice.
0: God, I wanna I wanna judge it, but I know it brings you joy, so I'm gonna let it <laughs> let it sit. Um Yeah, no, that's good. I think doing this
1: out loud has made me Look at some of these to to to
0: perish. (laughs) I'm I'm currently looking. Here we go. I think I found the tab that I need to. All right, so I'm looking at my feed. I give forty two dollars a month. No, that can't be right. There's there's got to be there's some stuff that's wrong with this because the amount that I got billed last month does not match up with the amount that I paid. Do you have like a are some of those per project? Oh, you know what? You're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. Okay. One of these is per creation and that that changes things. Okay, so I uh my Patreon, I give uh where'd that membership button go? Right. So, uh I currently give uh 20 a month to the Moonshot Network. You may have heard of them. Mm-hmm. Uh $10 a month to the a podcast called The Worst of All Possible Worlds. You I think um, you've talked about that. I, I like them a lot. They dig into evangelical culture and the show, uh, the show uh, Adventures in Odyssey, which is like a evangelical Simpsons radio show. Basically, okay. it aired when I mean it's still airing, but it also aired when we were kids. Uh, they they do a fun podcast. Uh, I okay five bucks a month to our friends the Anime Sickos, mm-hmm. five dollars a month to a YouTuber called Quentin Reviews. Um, I've heard of them. I think yeah, you... he he does Drake and Josh retrospectives. Uh <laughs> Shut the fuck up $2 a month <laughs> so to Neil C so Sierra <laughs> Um and I give uh here's a weird thing. I give $6.99 a month to a band that I like called Pool Kids. You know what? Uh, That's really nice of you. <laughs> it is it's a little weird that I give money monthly to a band because I never had to do that for the Backstreet Boys.
1: That's true. But now you are like, I I can imagine being a band how nice that is.
0: Uh, yeah, I, it's kind of like, you know, this is an indie band. They, I mean, they have a label, but I don't know how big or small it is or anything like mm. that. Someone's going to get at me and be like, no, they're huge. Um, they're, I mean, they are in Fortnite now, so maybe they've got a little bit more money than I'm giving them credit for. But are they in Fortnite? They are. Apparently music plays on the radio of cars when you drive around in Fortnite why would you want that it's a battle royale you want to be quiet <laughs> I don't I don't know um and then I, I I also give uh 20 bucks per creation to locally sourced which is a uh is a Michigan uh game and development group that I don't know when they last created but it's there if they ever put out a zine again mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I was just going through mine and I saw that
1: I also had a five dollar month per creation uh that was per creation for a very long time and at some point switched to per month and i did not notice which is on me interesting i didn't think you'd be allowed to do that it very i I, that's that's on me they caught me slipping that's fair i get it
0: (laughs) (laughs) totally yeah i'm gonna go in and change uh Oh, actually, I guess for someone like us, it it makes more sense to do it. Uh, I was going to say, I'll change it to by creation. That one. Every time a new podcast comes out here, we're going to drop all 12 episodes of Riley Hopkins and their their amazing friends and just like make back our money for the year. Hey, everybody. Are you excited for early episodes of our next podcast? We can't go back. (laughs) I thought you were about to go back to the anime corner. I don't no. know what to do with this information now that I've looked at it. Um, I
1: have. I can tell you what I've done, and that is, I've saved fifteen dollars. Who'd you cut? Tell me who you cut. I I have cut one of my dear high school friends that went from per month to went from per project to per month. <laughs> um, I have cut the Argonauts podcast.
0: I was joking, <laughs> Wiley. <laughs> Sorry, Andrew. You told me to do it. I, told I thought you to actively do it. in my brain.
1: You know what? Andrew said to do it. <laughs> so I'm going to do it. <laughs> um, And then I'm, I'm, I think, I, I guess that's only 12 bucks. I'm trying to think. Cause here's the thing. I'm very desperate for a, a witch from a Gundam, Witch from Mercury rewatch podcast. The only like the, the one I like the, the most of that is this mobile suit breakdown. They only have it on Patreon. What is the tier mm. here? This is now we are like so deep in the weeds, I'm not even sure if we're listable anymore. I've been
0: <laughs> saying that for months.
1: But I, I'm staying, I'm staying with them. I'm staying with everyone else. I wonder, isn't there a way on Patreon that you can see the total amount you have given to uh
0: I don't know and I refuse to click that tab because it's kind of like um you know you can go to websites that are just like, do you want to see how much money you've spent on Steam? We've talked about this and you you turned and ran. Yeah, absolutely. I'm the, sa- I'm the same way about Patreon. I don't need to know. It's one of those things that like, you tell me how much I pay a month and I'm like, that sounds great. I can afford that. And then you tell me how much I pay a year and I'm just like, that's ridiculous. I can't. I can't. How do I live like that? <laughs> Obviously, I can't do that. <laughs> Obviously. And it's the same amount of money. You're just seeing a bigger number because it's over a longer period of time. And so I'm just like, you know what? I don't need to like trick myself into thinking I'm worse off than I am. I I can do some hot math here. Open up Gmail. Can I...
1: Or can I just zoom backwards to see? I, I'm really just curious on how much... Because I know who the longest the longest Patreon subscription I have on here, and that that is Hey Jake and Josh. Like I, I love, I want to know what that number ends up as. You've
0: been watching that show since I was like twelve. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna
1: beat your ass. They're a very good network, and I like them a lot. They should do a Drake and Josh <laughs> rewatch podcast. <laughs> I'm gonna beat you to death. I know two ads. Uh, I'm back in 2019. Let's go back a little bit further. They were one of the first shows I supported. So, hey Google, how many months ago was November 2017? Let's see here. How long ago is November 1st, 2017? I'm clicking into Google. Oh, it's not giving me the actual th- five years, five five times. 12 is 60, correct?
0: Sorry, I was zoning out. What? 5 times 12 is 60, right? That sounds about right. And 60 times 5 is? Uh, that's 120 to 40. Uh, so uh, 300. 300. That really doesn't feel like enough. That's I forgot it? what two plus one is. Uh yeah, that that checks out. Sorry, I guess I'm gonna <laughs> I've
1: made a little bit of progress, so we're going to start dispersing that back out again.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Andrew, do you have another suggestion as I, as I fail this budgeting challenge? I do. Uh, this one comes to us from... Oh, I do... Uh, actually, I do want to say, I also give... It's not on Patreon, but I donate to the uh, Internet Archive every month. Oh, that that that's nice of you. It is basically Patreon, and I figure uh, if that ever goes down, so does the Argonauts. So, um... <laughs> You know we're look. The the are hurting for cash. Uh, we just lost a major donor, um, <laughs> and if the Internet Archive goes, I don't know what I could do. <laughs> Riley, I got a podcast here for you.
1: Yeah, let, please, please, please tell tell. I, I want to know that podcast, but also I have a legitimate question for you that was just spurned on by a, a brain tick that then just went three steps. Can Hit I ask me. you a legitimate yeah. question? I want to know the answer.
0: Yeah, Mossy doesn't have to hear their name on the air. That's fine. What's up? Can
1: you tell me about the uh, the Albinarecs in Elden Ring? What is
0: their deal? They have the like the village. You know what I'm talking about? Um. Uh, can I get into the deal of the Albinorics? Probably not. What's up? What? Why is? <laughs> Hey Riley, we're 37 minutes into recording a podcast episode. What's what's the burning need for Elden Ring lore?
1: it's just I, it triggered in my brain because as i was scrolling a notification popped up that said a, a streamer I like is streaming elden ring i've been watching his elden ring streams because he's doing only all the NPC quests and mm-hmm. going through and explaining what happened after he does them which has been very helpful but then i remember he did not explain the almanaric shit and i was like i wanted to know about that why was why was nefela
0: by this city this village why is everyone there fucked up like what is happening so, okay, they go to the, you you go to the village of the albinurics. Here's the deal. I don't really know what's up with the Albinurics. they are the big like uh frog-faced guys. They're down yeah. in the uh down in the valley. Um so mm-hmm. there's like the guys that have the frog faces, right? Yeah. With the big clubs. They're weird and bad albinurics. I'm not entirely sure what's up with them. Okay. There's another faction of the Albinurics who have allied with Moog, the Blood God. Okay. Alright, all fa- I don't know if i
1: Journey to distant realms, explore the furthest reaches of the universe, survive deadly dangers, experience matters of the heart, and more in a new Actual Play podcast. Join me, Audrey. That's right, just me, as I play tabletop games designed for one player. From journaling games to tarot games to even games that take me outside, I'm bringing you along for the ride. Join me
0: for every episode of Alone at the Table. The Albinurics know should not go gentle in this good night. Um, he gives it to you, and he dies. You can also find a woman who is an Albinuric archer uh, who has lost the use of her legs. She is in a, um, and and normally she would ride around on a wolf, but that wolf is old and gray, and she's it, that wolf is dead, mm-hmm. and. Um, she's like, get out of here. I don't want your kind here. And then you're like, hey, I have this medallion thing. I've been trusted by the Albanurics, And she's like, okay, then I can trust you. Can you bring me to the Halig tree? And then uh, she joins you as a summon who you can bring to the Halog tree. Okay. And finish a quest line.
1: Now, listen, I need you to know that Andrew did just tell me, explain that to me for
0: three minutes.
1: And uh, I really enjoyed it. That it was, that like- was... <laughs>
0: It felt like forever. That was good content to you. That was good content to me.
1: (laughs) And now I know for certain a thing that I had expected, which is if we do another dunk tank, I know what to ask you. (laughs) (laughs) I know what I could get you to just wax on about.
0: Uh, Perfect. Hey, Riley. Yeah, Andrew. Mossy has a suggestion here. Yeah. This is a podcast called Misplay My Game a ttrpg actual play about getting the rules wrong while the game developer is on the call and is not allowed to correct anyone or give instructions <laughs> oh this has been me <laughs> yeah this is uh we're going to we're going to do this is basically just party of one we're going to start party of one but what, what we don't know is that the next table over at the restaurant There sits Riley Hopkins, and Jeff and I are going to start playing interstitial. And at some point, I'm going to pull out my 20-sided dice. (laughs) You're going to be like, so what's the DC on this? I'm going to roll a dice, and I'm going to say, oh, looks like I failed that roll. I'm going to take no further actions to change that. (laughs) And I'm going to feel Riley combust from the table next to me.
1: I hate how much... I've been watching dimension 20. I I have had so much D and D knowledge. It still lives in my brain. And I forget that until I start listening to it and I go like, okay, so they get proficiency. That's plus five to the skill. Right. And then you add your ability (laughs) and like the calculations are all there. And I I hate that they still live there.
0: Yeah. I, it is a little weird when you're watching something like that and you're just like, I'm pretty sure you could have done that a little more optimally. The problem with D&D, hey, we're Mm -hmm. two people that talk about tabletop stuff. We're going to fix Dungeons and Dragons. Mm -hmm. Um, The problem is that, like, people want to use it as a tool for role play, but it's a tactical board game.
1: It it is. It is. Once I realized fully that the secret to D&D is that it is a way to trick your friends into playing a tactical tabletop game with you. I'll never get people to play BattleTech or Hero Clicks with me. (laughs) I'll never...
0: I can tell them they're a goblin named
1: Squee. Exactly. And then they will sit there and they will look at their battle map and they will move their minis. and They will say, am I within range or how much is my jump distance? I'll go, yes. (laughs) Yes.
0: But then if you ask them, hey, do you like tactical board games? They'd say, absolutely not. I only play Dungeons and Dragons. And you'd be like, okay, well. I, I like this idea of setting up a podcast that is an actual play and then we set up a secondary mic that is not it only feeds into the box. It does not feed into them.
1: So you just gotta hear like that's
0: have have you ever seen videos of uh developers? I've seen reacting, a video before, yeah. Yeah, developers reacting to speedruns of their games.
1: Yeah. <laughs> it's fucking funny every time because it's just like oh, oh, I I didn't know I thought we got that rid of that. I thought we yeah, solved that.
0: The a person will start a hitman level and just be like, yes, yeah, so you can just pull out a sniper rifle and go bam, 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 and the level's over. And they're just like, You're not supposed to do that though. <laughs> it's really
1: we're kind of losing what's special about this yeah. whole
0: thing. <laughs> <laughs> You're not playing fair. I, uh, I'm watching a uh, there's a a fire emblem YouTuber that I've started getting into, um, uh, who had a video that they did where they're doing a speed run race with a friend of theirs, Mm -hmm. except one of the stipulations is that they have to get a certain unit to max level. Okay. So just like, we're going to force you to use this person who you normally would not use in a speed run. Um, And it's so funny because they have the speed run crawler next to the game itself. And so as they're playing through, they're just like, boop, hit the button. And it's like, great, you save 40 seconds. Oh, you're a minute and a half over. And then they get to the level where they have finally recruited the character that they're going to use. It's <laughs> Nino in Final Fantasy 7 or in, in Fire Emblem 7. For anyone out there that knows Fire Emblem 7, uh, you might remember Nino who starts at level five and you got to get her all the way up to 20, then all the way up to 20. And she eats all of the experience because she's a mage on that map. She's annoying to train. The debate of is Nino good is like the thing that has torn the community asunder since I was in middle school
1: thread locked after
0: 8,000 posts legitimately. Um, but it's so funny watching that. Cause then you see the speed run timer and it's just like, Hey, you added 60 minutes. um, <laughs> I don't know where your speed run went wrong, but you're 60 minutes over. You might want to get rid of this run.
1: You might want to you know, write this one off. You might want to give up here, baby.
0: Our red doesn't go deep enough to show how deep in the red your runtime is. I, I love this idea of making people listen in as people do their job wrong.
1: I it, it is it is special it is it is a genuinely fun idea for a show because also as a person who designs games everyone will always play the game wrong
0: uh-huh, 100% that's
1: yeah, just true that's just true oh Andrew to to hey. wind us down here a thing we actively announce when we do it on the show
0: mm-hmm. do you have another podcast for me I don't I was hoping you were that's not a it's, that's oh! a statement damn it
1: I was so ready! You don't understand how ready I was. Do you know how ready I
0: was? (laughs) How ready were you? Statement! I said, how ready were you? That's a question. How ready were you? Is that a question? Yeah. Are you Googling, is how ready were you a question? (laughs) No. (laughs) I, I wasn't, but I was looking at
1: it typed. <laughs> I don't think I'm good at this, Andrew. <laughs> hi I was so certain. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck!
0: <sighs> Alright, I... <laughs>